What's up, everybody? I know it's not Thursday, but I feel it's time I change things up, at least for this week. Welcome to the end of the Aaron verse. Yours truly coming at you from Baytown, mind you. From Baytown. With a lot of news in store for you. Such as the fact that for the past week or so, I've been following a um, angle on the possibility of wrestling fans being allowed in uh, arenas. Now, while I don't know if it's true or not, but there was a video, like I revealed before, where the post-WrestleMania 36 edition of Raw had a small group of fans in it, uh, in attendance. A small group. I don't know if it was all wrestlers or if it was all people, but I will be on the case to find out if this is true or not. AEW has that uh, same scenario with uh, tonight's uh, AEW Dynamite coming live from Daly's Place in Nashville. Now, I'm not sure if there are fans in attendance or if fans are being pre-recorded to uh, give their wrestlers a uh, a feel that fans are in attendance. But I will find out because I have been in contact with several sources following that matter. One of which includes Tony Khan, who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and is the president of All Elite Wrestling. Which you can see on commentary every Wednesday night. Taz, good old JR, Excalibur, and Tony Schiavone. And you can watch AEW Dynamite on TNT tonight at 8, 7 central. Leading up to... I apologize. The countdown to their pay-per-view Double or Nothing, I believe, is the focus of tonight's 
episode. And on the card for Double or Nothing is a very interesting match which pits two WWE stars, in my opinion, they'll always be WWE. Current AEW champion John Moxley, who WWE fans remember him as the Lunatic Fringe, Dean Ambrose, going one-on-one with the powerhouse Brody Lee, who uh, was known as Bludgeon Brother Harper and Luke Harper, also in the WWE. Tonight, John Moxley will face in uh, the Go Home show of Double or no- uh, uh, for Double or Nothing on Dynamite. Ten of the Dark Order. Who will win that match? My guess is it will be Mox- it will be John Moxley, due to the fact that he. Needs the win leading into double or nothing against Brody Lee. Expect more matches to be revealed for the pay-per-view tonight and leading and leading up to double or nothing on pay-per-view. But back to the fan scenario. Um Personally, I think it's awesome that fans are going to be allowed in the arena in a month, but I think to give the wrestlers, you know, the comfort that they're being quote-unquote cheered for, it's a it's a smart idea having fans voices pre-recorded in their arenas. Now, on to WWE. After Monday night raw, you can expect two matches Uh, set in stone <clears throat> for the annual pay-per-view. I believe it's payback. And that and those matches are Bobby Lashley going one-on-one against Drew McIntyre for the title. And now that will be match of the year material because you have a powerhouse in Bobby Lashley in Bobby Lashley going up against the hard-hitting Scott Drew McIntyre now my prediction is that McIntyre will win the strap but no one knows who will win as long as you order the pay-per-view 
on Sunday. And next week, I will have the date of that pay-per-view. Another match on that on the WWE pay-per-view in question is Randy Orton versus Edge. Now, it is a legitimate wrestling match which will pit Randy Orton's athleticism versus Edge's grit and passion. Now, that match was made after... Randy Orton made the challenge a week ago. And then Monday night, Edge came out during a segment with Randy Orton to accept the challenge for his match. Now, for those of you who didn't watch WrestleMania 36... Um, Randy Orton fought Edge in an empty arena match, which was a new take, I'm sorry, it was a false count anywhere match. And Edge used chairs, ladders, anything he could get his hands on to pull out the win against Randy Orton. And that also will be a candidate for match of the year. Stay tuned as I said again to the reveal of that pay-per-view date. In movie news, most of you who have a video-on-demand type service was um, treated to the premiere Scoob, which is, or which used to be known as Into the Scoobyverse, but it has a star-studded cast which includes Zac Efron as Fred, Amanda Seyfried as Daphne, Gina Rodriguez as Velma, and Will Forte as Shaggy. Joining the fray is Kiersey Clemens as Dee Dee Sykes, Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman, Mark Wahlberg I'm Mark Wahlberg of Wahlburgers and and uh, Funky Bunch fame and, uh, as the Blue Falcon, comedian Ken Jong as Dynamut, and of course Jason Isaacs, Lucius Malfoy himself plays the villainous Dick Dastardly. And then the coup de gras, Frank Welker, who voiced Scooby all those years in the series and the various movies, returns to voice the iconic dog. 
and I, from the clips I have seen, that movie is phenomenal. Hanna-Barbera really knew how to bring those characters to life. We are just getting started. It's 14 till 6. Coming back at you with more. On Into the Ironverse. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And no, I'm not trying to quote the theme from Welcome Back, Cotter. Uh, more movie news include this. Most of you know that due to the pandemic, um, a lot of productions have been stalled. However, in the United Kingdom, where um, the Batman has been shooting, excuse me, they have been allowed to resume production. Which means they could make their release date of 2021. But that is a year away. Speaking of the fact that there is a bit of a, um, a, well, how can I say this? There is a bit of a hiccup concerning the movie Tenet and Wonder Woman 84 or WW84. Now, Okay, here we go. Apparently, this is a movie directed by Christopher Nolan, and it was also written by Christopher Nolan of uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, and it's produced by Emma Thomas. Just give me one quick second here. The plot reads nothing. But it stars Robert Pattinson, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Elizabeth Debicki, Kenneth Branagh, Michael Caine, and a whole lot more. As of now, this movie is set to be released July 17th of this year. 
However, that could change. With um, a new date for Wonder Woman 1984. And as of now, this movie is set to be released August 14th of this year. This is also due to the pandemic. And Wonder Woman 1984 stars Pedro Pascal as Max Lord, Robin Wright as Antiope, Connie Nielsen as Hippolyta, Gal Gadot as Diana Prince, Chris Pine returns as Steve Trevor. Kristen Wiig joins the fray as Barbara Minerva, a.k.a. Cheetah. Amongst a whole host of faces old and new. In a nutshell, if you hadn't been following all the trailers for uh, Wonder Woman 1984, you'll realize that a lot of stuff has been given away. Such as uh, the fact that you get to see Pedro Pascal's Max Lord and Kristen Wiig's Barbara Minerva be introduced to the fray in one very awesome movie that is being directed by Patty Jenkins. And very soon I will have the possibility of Wonder Woman 3. Back over on the animated side Justice League Dark Apocalypse War was released to own yesterday and among the many faces include that uh, were set to appear in the movie were Rain Wilson's Lex Luthor Rebecca Romaine and Jerry O'Connell as Lois Lane and Superman, respectively. And Jason O'Mara as Batman joins a whole host of other heroes and villains as they get ready to battle the villainous dark side. Where survival is the biggest victory ever. Coming soon this summer is a Superman story called Man of Tomorrow. 
It stars Bellamy Young, Zachary Quinto, Darren Chris, and the dad from In the Middle. Let me see if I can find it here. Give me one second. Ah. Yeah, uh, the dad from the middle and Bellamy Young will voice Clark's parents respectively. Uh, if I remember correctly from the teaser footage that I saw, this is a new film where it follows Superman as he um, is learning how to be a hero. And joining the five that I named are Marvel alumna, Marvel alumnus Brett Dalton who plays uh, Parasite. I will have more on the plot next week. Now, if you haven't been following um, BR Chef on Disney Plus, let me break it down for you. It is five families over the course of ten weeks or 10 episodes, depending on how you put it. They face off against each other where the final family left standing receives a grand prize trip that is a cruise to Castaway Cay. Funny woman Angela Kinsey of The Office is your MC for every episode of the competition where you get to see theme challenges featuring characters such as Moana, Mulan, Baymax, Olaf, and many more. Uh, if I remember from seeing this correctly, the grand finale of this show will be in June, I believe. But I will check out, I will check it out just to be on the safe side. Uh, in other Disney Plus news, this July you get to see the return of your favorite Muppets as they debut a new show 
which includes various skits, games, and more, known as Muppets Now. And then we'll also have a slew of guest stars, which will be revealed in the coming months and weeks. So stay tuned to Disney Plus for that. Coming up, I have a perspective that has rocked the sports world. Stay tuned to find out what I mean. Alright, uh... I, I don't know if, um... You guys have that are wrestling fans who watch wrestling a lot, but this one hurt me as a fan. Um, well, let me tell you what what led to this. Days, just mere days ago, a former wrestler, former WWE wrestler, um, uh, Shad Gaspard of uh, Crime Time fame, took uh, his young son for a swim off of Venice Beach. When I'm guessing he was in California for work. Um, this guy was a performer in and out of the ring. He busts his hump to make sure the fans who uh, perf who came to see him and JTG perform. Um, they went home. Ha they went home happy. But anyway, um, back to back to what I was saying. Uh, days ago, as I said, he and his young son went off the coast of Venice Beach, I believe to uh, go for a swim and both got caught up in the current. He, um, his young son, uh, his young son gets rescued by uh, lifeguards and then Tuesday, his, uh, I believe it was Tuesday, his, um, the search was called off, and I think Wednesday, uh, today his body was found, or it might have been Monday the search was called off, or, but anyway, feel free to drop a comment in, um, 
my social media to correct the days of uh, the days leading up to uh, Shad's uh, passing. All the wrestling fans that he knew, we grieve at this time with his family. Uh, all who knew him, we grieve with you and we pray for you. Now, for all of you who um, are wondering, this year has flown by so fast, has it not? Well, it has, and because of this pandemic, and because of this pandemic, um, it's kind of put a damper on things. Well, what if I told you that I was here to tell you where you can find your favorite artists before uh, they shut down for the year. First up is Sebastian Maniscalco. Now, I know most of you are wondering especially in the Las Vegas uh, area. Will there be refunds if his shows... Now, uh, yeah. Will there be refunds for his 23rd and 24th shows at the Encore Theater at, Wynn, at the Wynn Hotel? All I can tell you is follow social media, follow his social at Sebastian Comedy on Twitter and uh, Instagram and he'll tell you all the news concerning the dates that are cancelled. But in July, when he heads out again, July 8th, 9th, and 10th, he will be in Windsor, Ontario, Canada at the Caesars Windsor Coliseum. July 11th, Mount Pleasant, Michigan at, at Soaring Eagle. July 19th, Temecula, California at the Pichanga Resort and Casino. Two shows. July 25th, Baltimore, Maryland. Two shows. All these are rescheduled from their dates of April 11th, May 30th, May 
14th, 15th, and 16th, respectively. And as far as his Baltimore, Maryland dates go, two shows, July 25th and 26th. This date is a move from March 15th to the present date it's at now. July 31st and August, July 31st, August 1st, August 2nd, Albany, New York. Now for those of you who bought tickets April the 3rd, It is now rescheduled to the end of July and the beginning of August. Uncasville, Connecticut. Two shows. August 8th and 9th. This is a reschedule from March 27th and 28th. September 9th. Intent one show on the ninth and two on the tenth. This is a reschedule from April the ninth and tenth. And next year, Atlantic City, New Jersey, February twenty sixth and twenty seventh, which is a reschedule from six. 12 and 613 June 13th and June 12th uh, March 5th he's back at the Borgata which is a reschedule from June 20th and 21st he has a show March uh, 6th Two shows. March 19th and 20th. Two shows each. In, uh, in Atlantic City. Stay tuned to SebastianLive.com for his full uh, site. I mean, for his full uh, tour leading into 2021. Coming up, the final two artists of Artist Watch for the Week. Now, welcome back, you guys. The next artist in Artist Watch this week is... Pete Corielli, Sebastian's co-host on the Pete and Sebastian show. New episodes drop every Thursday and sometimes in between. Pete, however, will be performing May 24th at the Funny Bone Comedy Club in Albany. 7.30. June 4th and 5th, he's in Rochester at the Carl, at Comedy at the Carlson. 
7 and 7.30. And then June 5th, he has a 9 o'clock show in Rochester. Also at Comedy at the Carlson. June 6th, he's back for a 7 o'clock show. And a 9 o'clock show. July 23rd, he's back at it in Manchester at the Hartford Funny Bone Comedy Club and Restaurant. 7.30 show. 7 o'clock show at the, Man- at the Hartford Funny Bone in Manchester, Connecticut. And then a late night show, July 24th at 10, Manchester, Connecticut. July 25th, 7 o'clock, Manchester, Connecticut, Hartford Funny Bone. July 25th, 10 o'clock, Hartford Funny Bone. And then he's off in August, September 24th, which is a Thursday, and the 25th, which is a Friday. He has two shows at Laugh Boston at 7 p.m., I'm sorry, September 24th, 25th, and 26th. A trifecta of 7 o'clock shows at Laugh Boston. For more on his tour before he shuts down, check out PeteCorielli.com. And for you country fans out there, Thomas Rat will get back out on the road July 18th and 22nd in Brooklyn, Michigan and Cheyenne, Wyoming at the Cheyenne Frontier Days and Faster Horses, respectively. August 2nd, he's in Quincy, Washington at the Gorge Amphitheater. August 14th, it's Oshkosh, Wisconsin and at the Ford Festival Park. The next day he's in Cadott, Wisconsin at Country Fest. October 23rd is Indio, California in the Empire Polo Club. And those are all his 2020 dates. But June 3rd of next year when he starts his tour in full Force, June 3rd and 4th, Guilford, New Hampshire at the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. June 10th, St. Joseph's Health Amphitheater at Lakeview in Syracuse, New York. June 11th, Burgettstown, Pennsylvania at the Key Bank Pavilion. June 12th, PNC Bank Arts Center, Holmdale, New Jersey. June 17th, Indianapolis, Indiana at the Ruoff Music Center. June 18th, it's the Blossom Music Center in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. The next day, he swings by Cincinnati at the Riverbend Music Center. 
July 9th and 10th are Charlotte and Raleigh. July 15th, 16th, and 7th, I'm sorry, July 15th, 16th, and 29th is Pelham, Alabama, St. Louis, Missouri, Sacramento, California. And Mountain View, July 30th. All the dates for his tour the rest of this year and the start of 2021 are on his website at thomasrett.com. Come on back for the closing. This is Into the Airverse. Okay, you guys, welcome back. Uh, I forgot to mention a couple of other angles that I've been following in past episodes of Airverse. One of which is being the possible casting of Batgirl and speculation has it she could be introduced when the Batman hits the theaters next summer. But I could be wrong. Anyway, uh, a couple of possibilities that are high on every fan's dream are Karen Gillan and Star Wars sweetheart Daisy Ridley. Both of which could channel their inner American if they get cast. And the way they're acting is there's no stopping them. And who knows who could get the part if Batgirl is introduced. But I cannot wait for the Batman to hit theaters. And that movie stars Robert Pattinson as the title character. John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. Paul Dano as Eddie Nashton, the Riddler. Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot, the Penguin. Andy Serkis as Alfred. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. And a whole host of other characters and actors to appear in the film, which will be revealed 
as I find out more information myself. But anyway, check out The Batman as it hits theaters next summer. And for those of you who have been listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. This means a whole lot to uh, the team and I. And this shout-out goes to all of the first responders. Um... who are on the front line helping fight this uh, pandemic. You guys are the true heroes. And uh, I know all the people that you all have cured from the various treatments with the hydroxychloroquine and the azithromycin. Uh, thank you. And coming up next week, I will have more hilariousness, more fun, and more news. This is yours truly, telling you all to channel your inner hero and look to the skies for your listening to End of the Air Inverse. Thanks a lot, everybody.